Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I want to pay for things with my phone. That looks so cool. But my friend says my phone has to have NFC. I've always preferred AFC teams. Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about NFC. NFC, in this case, stands for Near Field Communication, not the National Football Conference. It's a set of protocols for electronic communication over a distance of about 10 centimeters or so. I've seen it listed as low as 4 and as much as 20, but most places listed at about 10 centimeters, so really short. Because it is such a short distance, it's useful for things you do up close, like contactless payments, key cards, and identity cards. NFC uses radio waves to broadcast its information at 13.56 megahertz on the FM, not on the FM dials, just 13.56 megahertz. And it's a little slow by your current data transmission standards. You can send data at either 106, 212, or 424 kilobits, not megabits, kilobits per second. So you're not going to stream video over it. But it can be used for sharing small files like contact lists, and it provides a kickoff point for sharing larger files over a separate connection. So if you've seen NFC touted to share video files, you're like, man, I've seen NFC. Yeah, they can do video files. It can't. NFC is used to connect two devices and then hand off the file transfer to something else like Bluetooth and then shut off the something else like Bluetooth once the file transfer is done. NFC's communication protocols are based on the existing Radio Frequency Identification, or RFID, standards. RFID is a much older technology that was developed for things like security cards that get you into the office, or those toll booth transmitters that you stick on the windshield of a car. Now, we say NFC can work at around 10 centimeters, but that's the number for reliable use. If you're worried about someone trying to steal the info sent by NFC, you know, by eavesdropping, you don't care about reliability, just possibility. A passive device that doesn't broadcast its own signal can be read up to a meter away, and an active one that's broadcasting, like the one in your phone, can be read up to 10 meters away. Now, that still means the attacker would have to be pretty close, but it's far enough away for them to maybe hide behind something. Most NFC transmissions, especially ones around payment, are encrypted. And even passive tags can have an authentication scheme that generates a new unique number every time it's read to help a server uncover duplicates and counterfeits. So now we know what they're used for, but you probably hear NFC used to refer to your phone or your watch or a piece of clothing or a bus pass. How does that work? 
Does that cute green tank top have to have a battery in it to power its NFC tag? Well, no. They're all NFC, but they're not all the same kind of NFC, specifically not the same mode. There are three different modes of NFC. An NFC chip can act as one or more of these three modes. Mode one is called card emulation, which, as you might guess from the name, emulates a card. It it acts like a smart card. Usually this is used for payments or ticketing, and even transit passes for buses and trains in more and more locations. Japan uses a version of NFC called Felica for its transit cards, uh, meaning you can use an NFC-enabled smartwatch and just kind of rake it over the train station gate as you walk in. Feel pretty slick. Mode number two is reader-writer mode. I bet you can guess, but it can read and write information stored in NFC tags that are embedded in things like clothing labels or smart posters. The Nintendo game consoles use NFC in reader mode to detect Amiibo. And the third mode is peer-to-peer mode, which lets devices send and receive information to each other. This can be used for trading contact info or anything where two NFC devices need to exchange information. NFC takes up very little space in a device, it's like a grain of rice, and it uses very little energy. So, how does it work? How does that tiny little grain of rice transfer data? An NFC chip can be active or passive. Active needs a power source, passive does not. That's how you can have an NFC tag in that cute green tank top without it carrying around a big old bulky battery. When two active NFC devices are in range, they detect each other's radio waves and automatically start communicating. They may do nothing more than say, hey, I'm a phone with Apple Pay, and hey, I'm a point-of-sale system. If the user doesn't take any action, they leave it at that. Just two chips passing in the night. But if the user taps the right buttons, they may exchange payment information or ticket validity or some such other thing. A passive NFC tag, as I said, doesn't even need a power source. It gets its power from the air, man. Specifically from another NFC device trying to read it. It works by induction. The radio waves from the active NFC chip induce an electric current in the passive tag, which, side note, is the same thing a Qi wireless charging pad does, just on a much greater scale. The transmission from an NFC reader like your phone is enough to power the tag so it can report the data it has stored. Can't do a lot more, but it can do that. Like the price of the green tank top you're thinking of buying, for instance. When the reading stops, it just goes inert. Without an active NFC device, NFC tags just sit there doing nothing. But don't worry, they were literally made for that. They're very happy. The two big phone operating systems both support NFC in different ways. Apple used to limit NFC to just Apple Pay, but starting with iOS 13, Apple devices can read tags and label them using an NFC app. Android 4.0 started supporting NFC for payments on Google and Samsung Pay, and Android 4.4, until Android 9.0, supported Android Beam for exchanging information over NFC, but that was then retired after Android 9 in favor of Nearby Share, which does not use NFC. That brings up an interesting point. Why use NFC when there's Bluetooth low energy? The biggest reason is that NFC uses less power, a lot less power. You can't have passive Bluetooth tags. Bluetooth always needs power. But Bluetooth, on the other hand, has much greater range and can transfer data at a much faster speed. Remember, we mentioned NFC tops out at 424 kilobits per second. Bluetooth can reach 1 megabit per second. That's for low energy. It can reach 2.1 megabits per second for full energy Bluetooth 2.1. But that's also how fast Bluetooth is after it's up and running. 
Bluetooth does take longer to establish its connection. Anyone who's paired a headphone or paired your phone to a car knows this. NFC takes less than a tenth of a second to establish a connection. Another challenger for NFC's crown for low-power short-range communication is ultra-wideband. Apple uses that in their AirTags. It also requires power, though. See our episode of Know a Little More called Ultra-Wideband for more on what ultra-wideband is used for. So there you have it. That little chip hidden in your phone is a low-power way to pay, play, and more. In other words, I hope you know a little more about near-field communication. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.